0: Welcome to The Extra Pieces. I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick and...
1: I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog.
0: Welcome to our little podcast and come and join us while we talk about LEGO sets, things happening in the LEGO fan community and pieces we've stepped on in the middle of the night. Jay, it's been a few weeks.
1: It has been a few weeks. There's been a lot happening in... Our part of the world. Um, so as we as we record this, I've been plunged back into lockdown. I live in a regional part of Victoria, um, so thankfully I've escaped some of the more severe lockdowns that Melbourne has been um, unfortunate enough to be inflicted with. Um, which you might be a bit too familiar with um so yeah kind of sad that i'm back in lockdown but i've got plenty of lego to get to and i'm just trying to be a bit more positive this time around and trying to be um, a lot more productive with my time and just trying to keep my spirits up
0: You've just gone back into lockdown. I'm still in lockdown. I think functionally I've been in lockdown for about six weeks. We had a couple of weeks there where we were allowed to go into shops but not visit our neighbours. Unlike previous lockdowns, my work hasn't been affected at this stage um, and so I've found it probably a little bit more challenging. I'm just a little tired of it but again there's plenty of Lego around but it's taken just a little bit of extra effort to get Get focused on what we need to do. Jay, what's been exciting for you in the world of Lego over the last couple of weeks?
1: Uh, I've had two very interesting um, reviews that um, that I've had the privilege of working with. I think the uh, the biggest surprise for me um, in both in terms of how good the set was um, and. Also, you know, just getting it and, and and seeing, you know, what we got offered was the Hogwarts Icons set to celebrate 20 years of Lego Harry Potter. So that's the big D2C slash exclusive set of 2021.
0: And so then, for those who don't know, D2C means direct to consumer. It's sold by Lego directly to consumers, either through their retail branches or their online store. I beg your pardon, Jay. Now continue.
1: No, nope, that's all right. Um, yeah, so that the Hogwarts icon set, which was which I enjoyed a lot more than I expected, um, mm-hmm. and recently I got my, I finally got my Marvel Studios minifigures. So it's a bit of a an administrative hiccup there. That um, usually Lego are pretty good at sending out review sets. You know, sometimes days, sometimes weeks ahead of when we get to talk about them but this one arrived quite late and being in Australia and you know being in a remote part of Australia meant that I got mine quite late you know right after the review embargo has had, had lifted but still got it early still still not going to complain and yeah it's been a it's been a really fun series to play around with um but yeah I think that the obvious highlight for me was the Hogwarts Icons set which was a a joy, I think, um, a joy to build, a joy to display, and you know, even now, I'm still, even now, you know, a week plus after having finished my review, I'm still, I'm still enjoying it, and um, and my four-year-old daughter is also similarly enjoying it as well, and it's something that I'm quite happy that
0: it it's it's given me a lot of joy. Oh, that's fantastic, Jay. I'll have to admit, it gave me joy when I saw. Uh, saw a picture of you on Instagram where you, or a video on Instagram where you magicked yourself into your um, new Harry Potter glasses <laughs> and um, and and had the rest of the icons appear in front of you, it, and the joy on your face just—it um, made me very happy to see. Um, oh yeah, it, it
1: was so- it was a lot of fun, and I think um, I. When, when when I first saw the set, I was like, I need to do something fun with this. This is, um, this is obviously a very special set. And I think that just the nature of it, you know, being um, a selection of buildable objects, buildable icons from Harry Potter's life in Hogwarts, just meant that I had to dress up like Harry
0: because you can. And I think you're almost encouraged to. So Jay, for those who haven't, seen the set up close um perhaps could we just talk around talk around it a little bit what what's involved with the icons
1: yeah so it's a again um going back to um a a a team that i was picking up from lego around brick built you know 2021 being the year of brick built objects and this this set is almost a a fulfillment of the brick built object prophecy it's essentially a uh, a bunch of different artifacts, objects, um, things from Harry Potter's life um, in Hogwarts, and you know, it's a. I think first and foremost, it's a. It's a large display piece. There is a a very very large, highly detailed Hedwig perched on a couple of um, textbooks and Tom Riddle's diary. Mm-hmm. It's designed in a way that um, it. It, it looks quite organic. You know, Hedwig is in a, you know, strikes up a dramatic pose with her wings upstretched and she's, you know, perched on a, a bunch of books that look lazily stacked on one another. Um, and to accompany that large, um, you know, almost display centerpiece is a, a letter from Hogwarts um, inviting you and, you know, giving you the good news that you've been accepted. Into Hogwarts, and there's a couple of other brick-built objects like a chocolate frog, a life-sized wand, some potions and ingredient vials. Um, you get a, um, a selection of house scarves. What else? Uh, there's there's the golden snitch, mm-hmm. obviously. And um, and you get three golden 20th anniversary minifigures as well. But it's, it's really like a large, I would say, um, you know, a large object almost. It's a large, um, yeah, it's just a large display piece that, that, that looks great. You know, it, it's, it, it would make a really great centerpiece to any LEGO Harry Potter collection. And I think what struck me uh, the most about the set is that it is big. Hedwig is large it is um you know marcos Bessa, Mm -hmm. the lead designer of the set absolutely did a magical job with hedwig it's one of the most detailed lego brick built animals that have ever been released in a retail set the
0: fantastic
1: yeah it's she's just so expressive the details on the wings and the textures are you know amazing and bonus um bonus points as well you can actually dislodge Headwig from her perch, and she is very, very swooshable. A lot of fun.
0: Fantastic. Oh, I love a swooshable object. Um, I could probably deal with it being a bird as much as I could deal with it being a spaceship. What was your favorite part of the build, Jay?
1: Um, look, the build was very easy. For a 3,000-plus piece set, I didn't – it wasn't a particularly challenging build and I I would say it would would be quite easy for for even younger kids to build. So you know, take away the eighteen plus branding. You know, someone that you know a seven or eight year old could you know easily put it together with minimal help and supervision. Uh, The build build was very interesting because you're, you're 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 building so many different types of objects. So every bag is different. I think Hedwig was took about seven six or seven bags and she's the most um she's the biggest part of the build but you're essentially building something different with each bag chocolate frogs books um a wand harry potter's glasses you name it
0: fantastic terrific terrific um when's the set going on sale
1: uh, it should be out on the second of September, which is also traditionally the date that Hogwarts students start their schooling year at Hogwarts.
0: Ah, very good. So that's not far away at all. It's coming up real soon now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a very, it's a very special date. I was, um, I was initially, um quite perplexed about the choice of um, the 2nd of September and then I read um, Magnus from blockwards.org and he, he called out that the 2nd of September was actually the first um, um, when Hogwarts it's the first day of school for Hogwarts students um, and that was very interesting and I was like it just clicked for me and I was like oh that's that's brilliant
0: yeah that's that's a great great choice of a date that just makes it all the more special on this 20th anniversary now jay you mentioned that there are three golden figures in the set uh, which ones do we get
1: yeah you get the uh it's 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 the staff um at hogwarts you get albus dumbledore you get professor hagrid and you get professor mcgonagall as well
0: fantastic oh, and they were certainly conspicuously absent when we saw the golden figures Lineup revealed earlier in the year, but I'm yeah. not surprised to see that they have appeared with this particular set.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 surprised out of the entire lineup of golden minifigures that Dobby was excluded. I feel like Dobby is a big enough character, certainly more important than say someone like Quirrell. Um So Dobby's omission is is quite interesting to me. But Dobby's omission to date. To date, that's a very good point. We have four, three months, four and a half, three and a half months left in a year. We never know.
0: Oh, look, let's 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 work on the basis of the twentieth anniversary year. Probably runs until mid-year of next year.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. So that, that that was my last um, major build. I've got a few other things that I'm hoping to find some time to put together. Uh, but apart from that, um, I've been busy with my review of the marvel studios minifigures which 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 is amazing it's it's the first uh, marvel collectible minifigures series and i'm having a lot of fun watching all the disney plus shows so it's it's great it's very timely feels very fresh and you know it's great to see a superheroes team finally hit uh, sorry a marvel team finally hit the collectible minifigures um I
0: I think it's a really interesting way that they've gone about it by having these figures essentially based on these series that we had no idea what was going to be coming up in them um, at the time that they were first announced when um, Infinity War and Endgame screened and we, we knew that there were going to be some TV series coming up. We had no idea what was going to happen in that form. And uh, now we have figures based on WandaVision, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, and now the new What If series. Are there any of these figures that are really standing out to you? And I appreciate you've only had a day or so to look at them. Are there any that are leaping out and saying, wow, what a fantastic figure?
1: Yeah, uh, I really like Captain America slash Falcon. Um, yep. So it, Sam
0: Wilson is Captain America.
1: Yeah, um, it's just it's just so detailed. The the new wings, everything's printed, um, and you also get um, his drone Red Wing as well. And you know, Sam Sam just looks incredible as um, Captain America. So that's definitely a highlight for me. Um, the latest What If episode from this week with um, you know. Spoiler spoiler warning in case you haven't watched it, um, you know, kind of goes into the, you know, what if T'Challa became Star-Lord. Yes. Um, so the Star-Lord minifigure is, um, you know, is, is great. I really enjoyed the episode um, and I think it's done really well. And the zombie hunter Spider-Man, also quite cool. It's nice to see Spider-Man in the cape.
0: Mm. Mm, I'm intrigued by that one. That's an episode that we're still yet to get a bit of detail on but um, I'm looking forward to that one coming up in a few weeks.
1: Yeah What do you think what do you think of the uh, minifigures? Um, obviously just from like photos because uh, I probably assume that you haven't got them in hand yet.
0: I, but... I don't have them in hand. So the, the 12 figures, one of the things that really struck me as remarkable with them, Is the sheer level of diversity amongst the figures. I'm just going to pause for a moment. Okay, so I've been amazed, particularly with the diversity of this theme. So, in this theme, we've got 12 figures. We have five of the characters are women, one is a robot. And we have three um people of colour and one of the things that you'll particularly notice is that we have new hair molds for Sam Wilson and for Monica Rambo. Um and they're great new hair molds that certainly will um I think I think for people who are looking for Afro style hair for their sig figs or for characters that they're putting together. I think that just having these available will be um, really appreciated. Um,
1: also affordable. You can just pick a packet up and you, you can instantly yeah, get your hands on a, um, yeah, a, um, a darker skinned uh, male or female head pretty easily.
0: Yeah, and and I think this is important. It's not uncommon that perhaps in themes where people of colour or female characters are uncommon that you may find that those particular minifigures are included in the rarest sets or the most expensive sets, rather. Um, But I'm having a hard time deciding a favourite figure of all of these. I'm... Think I'm tossing. I think the Sam Wilson figure is, is certainly fantastic, but I really like the Monica Rambo figure as well. Um, and there is something about the idea of Captain America being a zombie. Um, I look forward to just getting my hands on it and having a closer look. Not quite sure how I'd use it, but to say they just look like they'd be great standing up together.
1: Yeah, and it's just a very high quality series. You can tell that the design team, um, you know, really. Did their best with um bringing the figures and characters to life and i think uh, mm. a, re- a really important thing that we learned um when we spoke to the design team at the rlfm recognized lego fan media days from earlier this year was they sometimes just work with you know concept art and sketches because the you know the shows haven't haven't started production yet. I think maybe some of them might have not even been casted yet. So there's there's very little reference material to work with, and mm. yeah, I think you know they've you know looking at the TV shows that are that have come out on Disney Plus, it's very close to what the final product is, and you know I think in any any series that is a you know based on an IP intellectual property um, um, piece of Media, you know, accuracy is almost is 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 always something that fans are very very particular about because the last thing you want is for minifigures to look nothing like their on-screen counterparts. And I think they've done a they've done a really good job. And Marvel fans, MCU fans are going to be delighted with the series.
0: One of the things that I wonder about this and a theory that I've got brewing in the back of my mind for collectible minifigures based on licensed series is that perhaps this means that we perhaps shouldn't be expecting further sets certainly in the next six months based on the base property for these figures um, although we've already had that theory somewhat scuttled by the appearance of Captain Carter in a slightly different guise with the Hydra Stomper figure um, but my suspicion is that we're unlikely to see any WandaVision or any um, Falcon Winter Soldier sets, or indeed any sets based on Loki, and that really we take the figures that we've got from those from from the collectible minifigures and make make them our own. We didn't see any other sets released in conjunction with Space Jam, and mm-hmm. likewise, I, I sort of had the feeling that. The collectible minifigures last year in Harry Potter were probably the closest thing that we were likely to get to figures to go with um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, or a set related to Deathly Hallows in particular.
1: Yeah, probably. Like, look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out. Given the great selection of Marvel sets that we got this year, I, I think a fifty Australian dollar, twenty nine ninety nine in the US um set that's in the same scale and in the same um you know type of set like Brotor's new Asgard of mm. of Wonder Vision would be fantastic. They could use it as a as an excuse to give us the um the twins, uh the the, the kids or Wanda in her Wonder and Vision in their Halloween costumes. I think that's that, that would be fantastic.
0: Or indeed in their regular clothes, but I don't think we're going to get that final episode where you've got the White Vision rage against um, Scarlet Witch.
1: Yeah, never, never see never. Say never. And I think there's some, there, there, there's just a lot coming up in in streaming for Marvel on Disney Plus. So there's there's a second season of What If? It's it's you know there's there's definitely more um more in the pipeline there we've got hawkeye coming up and yeah i think we'll see we'll see a lot there's 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 a groot
0: series in the works as well there's that's right and also secret invasion yeah moon knight moon knight is is a thing so
1: Mm. yeah i think you know there's 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 absolutely so much to
0: tap into yeah ultimately there's so much to tap into um it would almost be impossible to produce a series like that. In fact, what I'm thinking with Wonder Vision, um, it would be very easy to do a series of sets based on the houses during different the house during different episodes. Mm. Um, but they've probably left out the episode that features the characters in this form.
1: Yeah, and look, I feel like Marvel or legal Marvel fans are absolutely frothing for an Agatha. Minifigure, you know that to me is a big. I I want an Agatha minifigure.
0: Yes, yeah. So that 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 would probably be the most significant missing figure in this wave. Um, Give us a
1: WandaVision Vision house in the same scale as a sign as Seinfeld, same price, same like you can get five minifigures, Wanda and Vision in their Halloween costumes with Agatha. And their two kids. Boom! Perfect. Sells itself. I'll I'll pay a hundred dollars for that. Easy.
0: Or Uncle Pietro.
1: Oh, there you go. I'm bringing him back from the dead. Um. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been 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 busy with. What 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 have you been up to, Richard?
0: I've had the opportunity to play with a few of the new Lego Super Mario sets. So particularly the Luigi starter set. The uh, Lakitu's Sky World and Bowser's Pirate Ship. And I've also been able to take a look at the collectible or the buildable figures, the third series of buildable figures for Super Mario. Um, there's certainly a few interesting changes that have occurred with Super Mario with this wave, not the least of which is the arrival of Luigi and the fact that you now have two, you can now play with two, I don't want to call them smart bricks, but they're smart bricks. Um, so Mar- with Mario
1: figures and Luigi figures. Mario
0: and, Mario and Luigi. Um, so you can play either with a Mario and a Luigi or two Marios or two Luigis, and they will join together over Bluetooth and you'll get scoring bonuses for sort of cooperative play, be it doing sort of mirroring activity or um, for enemies that require multiple scans alternating between the two figures so you'll get a bonus point for doing that job together as well as all collecting the points for for doing that um with regard to the sets the starter set for luigi features this fantastic teeter totter that rotates and that's a great way to collect coins there are some great characters in this pack and um, we do get yoshi who mario and luigi are able to ride by scanning a tile and he appears on the belly screen and he gets you a um, points bo- bonus whenever you scan a simple to defeat enemy we have bones goomba um who's got these fantastic little walkie feet and also boom boom who is one of the koopalings one of the um sort of the boss level for this boss character for this level um I did feel that overall this set doesn't have as much to offer as say the original starter set did as far as different mechanisms for play. The primary um, obstacle interactive component of this set is like a a rotating seesaw, um, which you can in turn have interact with a tower that you've got Boom Boom on as a way to knock him over it's a great way to score lots and lots of coins with Mario and Luigi working together on it, but it didn't have the same range of obstacles that we saw with um, that original starter set.
1: Yeah. I just feel, I just feel like they, like Luigi is, is, is an obvious addition to expand the Lego Mario, Lego Super Mario team. But I don't know, like just from the videos um that I've seen and reading your reviews as well, it just feel like it just feels like they didn't add enough to make it seem like a sequel it's just it just feels like it's more of the same with an extra you know mode of playing
0: oh look, I think the extra mode of playing being able to play with two players simultaneously, I think that actually adds a lot to the game um. When you scan in for a two-player game, you get 90 seconds rather than just 60 to play, so you, you have that little bit of extra time. And your ability to score if you are playing together is enhanced dramatically. So if you've got one character following the other or if you've got the two characters working together to destroy an enemy, that certainly improves your ability to score. And this then carries on quite well in some of the other sets in this wave. Um, certainly in Lakutu's Sky World, that is a set that works far that works far better mm-hmm. if you have two characters playing together, rather than if you are trying to complete the level with a single character. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sumo, um, there, there's there's another tower with a cooper with a boss on top that one certainly works much better played two t- together um and also likewise the resnor ferris wheel it's you almost need to have two characters working together to be able to defeat that one yeah the big fun set of the wave um oh is... this
1: is where this is where it gets fun
0: yeah so bowser's pirate ship and look this is the largest when I say the largest, really what I mean is this is the Super Mario expansion set that has got the highest part count at this point in time. I'm not counting the, Nintendo, the Super Nintendo TV from last year because while Mario was is able to interact with the set, it cannot do so as part of the game. So in the pirate set... We have a cannon, a black warp pipe for Mario to be or Luigi. Whenever I say Mario here, you can substitute Luigi should you wish. I think there's still a few bugs in the firmware that need to be ironed out because I did find that if you play with just Luigi here, you get no music with the level. Um, If you play with just Mario, you're missing some of the sound effects. But what do we have? We have... We have a Goomba wearing a pirate hat, which is absolutely hilarious. We have Kamak, who um, Mario needs to knock off his broom, and then he can ride his broom to knock Bowser's hand off the mast of the pirate ship, so that he scan there. Um, there is a no, it's not a, it's not a Monty Mole. It's a Rocky Wrench, the um, mole character that sort of hides in the wall of the pirate ship and you can jump on a power box and you can send Rocky Wrench flying into the air and out that then reveals another place where Mario can take control of the ship one of the things I've not said about this set is that it's a pirate ship but it folds out at either end so that you can get to the innards so that you can access sort of the the base level, sort of the middle of the ship and you can Mm -hmm. use that to tuck away so you can pack the whole set away together um and i found that was a really nice thing with the set Mm. the um that level's quite challenging to be able to complete in time um but probably more reliably you're able to complete it and it's then just that goal of trying to maximize your coin coin count on it and that i'm still finding to be a bit of a challenge and quite enjoyable to try and do
1: yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just drawn to it because I feel like it looks so good as a display set, and you know, having having been a longtime fan of um, Super Mario, every time I look at it, I can just um, I can just hear the airship music in my head. So it's got that that has a very special part of my childhood. You know, yeah, the airship level.
0: Ab- absolutely, and look, last year when I ran my competition um, for what's next for lego super mario i probably had about three or four separate entries that all involved an airship in some capacity and so there's no doubt that it's was always going to be a popular level um and i think it's probably going to be it's going to be a must-have for anyone who's been a fan of super mario whether or not they're playing the game or if they're just collecting the sets or just collecting selective sets This is um, like Bowser's Castle. This is one of those sets that works well as a display piece as well as a game level. Hmm. There are a couple of other expansions that perhaps almost work well as display pieces Hmm. rather than game levels like Luigi's House, oh, sorry, like Mario's House um, with Yoshi last year. But, uh, yeah, this one looks great as a level and also has a lot to offer for gameplay as well. Yeah.
1: So fun fact, I'm not sure if you grew up playing um Super Mario, but the airship level was from um Mario Bro- Brothers Tree, Super Mario Brothers yep. Tree um for the Super Nintendo. Wait, the Super Nintendo or the NES? No, it was for the NES. It was for the NES. Um and yeah, it's it's it's, it's widely considered to be the pinnacle of 2D side scrolling mario and you know you get you get the airship level but you also get a lot of cool um you know cool innovations like suits so like the tanuki and the frog suit were um you know introduced there and i think the leaf as well from memory but yeah it's the airship um level that just was you know it's just just incredible like like i still i still remember just me being being blown away you know when you got to the airship level
0: well, last year I did some research after playing Lego Super Mario and managed to complete playing Super Mario the first. So perhaps it's now to on um, on one of my kids' Nintendo Switches. So perhaps it's time for me to go and um, have a go at Super Mario three. I might just skip over two and uh, <laughs> give give the airship level a go in real life, as it were. Yeah,
1: uh, Super Mario three is tough, like compared to to Super Mario 1, like Super Mario 3 is pretty challenging.
0: I'll allocate more than a weekend to it then.
1: (laughs) Cool. Um, Anything else that you've been been building?
0: So I've been taking a look again at video. Last time we spoke a little bit how the video theme has been put on hiatus. I've actually taken out one of my video sets, the K-pop stage, and... I've been having a little bit of a play with it, trying to give the set a reappraisal, think has video been done wrong? Um, And look, I find the sets to be quite creative. The figures have got an incredible amount of detail in, and if you're looking for music-themed minifigures and sets from the point of view of the stages, I think it is fantastic. I found for myself that I think the sets themselves at recommended retail price are way too expensive. But at 50% off... At 50% off, they're about right. Although it's interesting because they still work out at the 10 US cents per piece or 10 euro cents per piece um, price point. But with lots Um, of fun
1: colours and elements. Yeah. Um,
0: What I did find and I'm, I'm just sort of going th- through things a bit more, I'm finding the app feels overly complicated to use. Mm. Um, while our figures are sort of follow these basic themes of sort of a tropico, um, pirate, punk, monster metal, k it you don't necessarily have a lot of corresponding music that feels like it goes along with them particularly, um, or if there is... It didn't feel like it was particularly earmarked in the app. I'll probably go back and discover that it was obviously earmarked now that I know that I'm looking for it. Um, I'll find. I'll make my thoughts known when I get around to writing this up. But I still find the app to be a bit, cumbersome. A bit clunky, cumbersome to use. I'm using an iPhone 12. I find that the augment, augmented reality aspects of it run well. I tried running it on my iPhone 7. It didn't run so much as limp, hobble, with a severely broken leg in three places. Um, it, and that's with an iPhone twelve as well. And that's Oh no, no, the the iPhone twelve it runs fine. The okay. iPhone the iPhone seven, which is
1: oh, okay, yeah, yeah, which,
0: yeah, which would have been if you were my kid, would be the hand me down phone because I'm not using it anymore. Um, I think you'd have you'd have had a difficult experience with it, and while the the augmented reality is is fun I think it adds a layer of complexity to the game it or to the to the app it adds a degree of complexity to the um, layer level of technology that you require um, I think the sets are crazy I love the look of the <laughs> figures they're they're terrific as well um, I just find that the app is trying to be too much... For too many people, but perhaps at the same time, not quite offering the right things in the right amount.
1: Yep, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and yeah, looking looking to the future, do you have any um, do you have any sets uh, that you have your eye
0: on? In particular? I do. Look, we've just had recently. We've had the penguin. We've had sorry. We've just recently had some of the Christmas sets. Uh, Seasonal sets for the Christmas season announced, including a buildable penguin on a base, um, and this sort of fits in with the same series as the recently released um, scarecrow. Um, there was also earlier in the year a Valentine bear and also an Easter uh, a bunny, a rabbit around Easter. Um, so there's a penguin, which was never really a traditional. Christmas um, animal in my household, given that penguins are almost exclusively from the north, sorry, I beg your pardon, penguins are almost exclusively from the South Pole. Um, Some get as far as the equator, but most of them are certainly based very far south. Um, And there is also a couple of decorations, one hanging decorations, one is a polar bear head, one is more traditionally gift-wrapped Hmm. Christmas present. They, these look great. I'll get round to putting them together at some point in the next couple of weeks. They're not due for release until early October. I didn't see the point in getting in too early, but uh, I dare say there'll be a lot happening around that time as well with a few other sets. It's not uncommon to expect a second proper UCS set to be released. It's not uncommon that around that time of the year we might start hearing about Winter Village sets, so we've still got some more big sets for the year.
1: Yeah, we have a few ideas. Coming up. Yeah, we have a few idea sets as well. That's right, yes. We know that there's the Fender Stratocaster coming as well. That was the winner of the music contest on LEGO Ideas.
0: We know that it's coming. We don't really have an idea at this stage as to when. I've I've not seen any official release date for that set coming out, but... Mm. I dare say if it's coming out before the end of the year that, um, we'll probably hear about at some stage in the next month or two. Yeah. Um, And I think, um, I think, I think looking ahead
1: as well, um, and looking at the chronological order of ideas announcements, um, we know that there's home alone and the world map coming up very soon. I'm not sure. The globe, sorry. Um, I'm not, not, I can't quite remember the exact order, but those feel like it's coming up and there's Sonic as well. I think but th- that's probably next year. They probably have some plans with Sonic next year. So yeah, that's, that's exciting.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have to admit, I, I don't know how I feel about a home alone house. I mean, I appreciate that the film was kind of fun back in a childhood, back in the um nineties kind of a way, but um uh,
1: I'm just disappointed they didn't do a uh, Home Alone 2 and give us a a, a Donald Trump minifigure.
0: They haven't released Home Alone 1 yet. They they're not going to do number 2. I mean, they uh, if it if it the, sells, the sells the Friends, well enough. The Friends get... Apartments weren't released until we'd already had Central Perk released. There you go. But but would this be a set that then is sort of flying in the face of um the Winter Village releases and and offer perhaps unnecessary, well, cannibalizing of sales, um, feel a bit more like moving in the direction of licensed sets in an area where the in-house LEGO sets have been um, very successful?
1: Probably, but I feel like I feel like LEGO have subliminally given us a lot of Christmas team sets this year. So um, the... Winter Village set, you know whatever that will be. I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know as I always do every year. Um, but I'd like to see a tavern. Oh I, I've been I've been wanting a tavern for how good
0: would a win how good a... would a vin- winter village tavern be?
1: I don't know. I mean, look, they've already given us a beer keg in Brotor's New Asgard, so a tavern would make a lot of sense, and it would you know probably make. The medieval castle fans very happy as well, especially if it's a convertible. You know, you can convert it quite easily. Uh, but anyway, my train of thought. Um, <laughs> we we got Meat, which is a excellent, you know, winter village set in itself. Um, mm-hmm. very,
0: um, and oh, and, yeah. in, and indeed, that is that is indeed a bit of a tavern. I've seen some nice plans for the three broomsticks around.
1: Yeah. Um, you got that, and you've got the, you know, if 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 Home Alone comes out, you know, this side of the, this side of the year, that makes you know that makes three potentially very good winter themed sets.
0: Mm. It's um, overwhelming, really.
1: Something for everyone.
0: Twenty twenty one, the year that too much Lego was barely enough, especially oh, if you were the... in the age, especially if you were aged over eighteen.
1: Yeah, look, it it's it's certainly been an onslaught and. I'll be yeah I'll be I'll be interested to see if they can keep it up, but we can keep that speculation you know closer to twenty twenty two. Um yeah, but first, are we going to see a train this year? There is no train, there is no Lego train announced this year, and that makes me that makes me worried because every year this is a tradition that uh, I'm not sure how far it goes back. We get some sort of train every year, and we haven't seen a train this year. We haven't heard of a train this year, and it's making me feel very uncomfortable. It's like a pirate ship. We get a pirate ship every year. We get the two things that are constant, a pirate ship and a
0: train. So I, I was going back through through that data um, at, at, of the pirate ships. Am I wrong? Uh, well, it all depends on how far back you say that you're going. So, pirate ships, we had the video stage punk pirate ship last year. We had the Pirates of Barracuda Bay and the. Um,
1: Creator 3 in 1. Creator
0: 3 in 1. The year before, we had the Minecraft set. The In 2019, 2018, we had the Pirate Roller Coaster 3 in 1. We had the Silent Mary Pirates of the Caribbean in 17. 2016.
1: We had an Angry Birds pirate ship We had as well. the Angry
0: Birds pirate ship. Yes, no, absolutely. Um, 2000, 2015, we had the Brick Bounty. Bounty. That's correct, 2014. We didn't have one in 2014. Oh, yeah, no, we didn't have one in 2014, um, unless you want to count Jake and the Neverland Pirates with their beach racing. The proper pirate ship in that range was released in twenty thirteen, and likewise we had the Lord of the Rings pirate ship ambush in twenty thirteen, um, and then twenty twelve we didn't have a pirate ship. Twenty eleven we had the Black Pearl and um, the Silent, the Queen Anne's Revenge. I beg your pardon, and that is where our pattern finish. In, yeah, twenty ten there wasn't one. Oh no! 2014.
1: Think... 2014 had the metal beards sea cow. So I'm right.
0: Ah, uh, yes, it did. Sea cow. Twenty ten had the pirate plank. Twenty nine had a little creator style pirate building set. Plus, oh, plus the whole pirates theme. But I think once we go further back than that, then it all falls apart. Not yeah. it all falls apart, but that well, sort of a,
1: well contemporary Lego. So twenty ten onwards, when they've, yeah, when, you know, the the contemporary era.
0: One of the things that they did do around 2009, 2010, is that they did say that there were going to be evergreen themes of which there was always going to be material around. But where's the train?
1: But where's the train? The train, if you look back as well, there should be an uninterrupted sequence, probably going back to like 2009, 2010. But then again, trains were much bigger back then in its heyday but we've always gotten a train we've got a hidden side train um uh, monster fighters ghost train we've had city trains we haven't seen a city train in a while i'm not sure if you want to count wait main square was last year that's a that's a tram not not going to consider it a train 2008
0: so, so this year how many train sets do you think we've had this year none we've had three have we we have there's the Mickey and Minnie birthday train, the number train, learning to count, and That's the amusement park. They're all in Duplo. Yeah, I'm not counting three. Duplo. I'm not counting I'm not gonna...
1: Duplo. This is, sim- this is system. Sure. And...
0: and and are you considering all trains? Um, oh, and there's a train in the city advent calendar.
1: That's not a real train. That is no, no, my... no.
0: I'm just saying that yep. there is... I'm just acknowledging that there's a train there and it'll be interesting to see if it does turn up in real life. So otherwise, um, if we want another exhaustive list, 2020 there was the Crocodile. There were a, there was a small creator train. Kittens, um, right? train. That Wait, was
1: train? That was 2019. That no, was
0: 2019. But there was also the train's 40th anniversary set. Mm-hmm. Um, there was in 2019 the... Um, the main one there was the Ghost Train Express from Hidden Side, but there was also the Disney train and station. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2018, we had, gee, winter. the key word of train not turned winter. up the way that I hoped it would here. 2018 would be winter. The, um... At this point, Richard and Jay spent a lot of time trying to work out which trains were released when. A lot of what they said was wrong. Let's just skip to the end. I'm just saying I I'm, oh, no, no, I'm 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 just you've left me wanting to know exactly what they are now that's the problem <laughs> that's the problem um yeah, 2018 was Hogwarts there was a little buildable blue engine
1: um 2017 we had some city trains was that the orange that was 2018 okay the high speed yeah
0: the high speed and the, the cargo train um yes, so the the powered up trains were both released in 2018.
1: Mm. um but no train in 2021 where is ch- it?
0: there has not been a full-size train in 2021 I will accept that Jay I will accept that
1: I, I'm worried does this does this not worry you I feel like you know like this is this has gone this has gone on long enough that you know it would be a shame to see a street like this broken. This keeps me up this this honestly keeps me I, up. I, I've, been, I, I've I can see
0: this is this has rendered you somewhat anxious, Jay. I've been thinking um, about
1: I've been thinking about this train. Like I'm not a massive like train fan, but I've always liked to see, you know, what is the pirate ship this year? What is the train of this year? But this year we we had we had a punk pirate ship so that's close enough but yeah no and and we had the airship which I kind of count as a pseudo pirate ship ish yep but no train do you think we'll get a surprise d2c train an exclusive train by the end of the year
0: gee so I think in real life it's too early to expect i I generally expect three years, three or four years of life out of um, a city train. So I would expect that we're going to be seeing, I think we've missed seeing a city train this year. I think we'll see a city train next year.
1: You know what would would have been great is if they had included a safari train in the latest wave of Lego city sets. How cool would a safari train be?
0: Oh, it would be. It would be very cool, but I think it be wouldn't quite have fitted in theme as well as we'd like it to. Now I think we'll see. I think we'll just see a new proper city train next year. Um, I hadn't been worried about this until you started me on it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to keep me up at night.
1: <laughs> I hope it doesn't.
0: But. You have me intrigued with the notion.
1: Yeah. I mean look, I, I, I'm a I'm a I like patterns and I like traditions and I don't like it when traditions get broken. So where is the train?
0: Well the, the train is just not here. It's yet. late.
1: It is late.
0: Well, you know you know the railways these days. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I already know what um, what pirate ship we're going to get next year. Um, I'm surprised it didn't arrive this year, but next year, just going to predict it right now. What are you the, expecting next year? The, the Dermstrong ship.
0: You're expecting like, Dermstrong?
1: Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah, yep. That's my pirate ship for like next year. Lock te- it in.
0: Te- technically not pirates, but sure. Sure, I'll accept that. I think that's... um. Yeah, it's, it's some sort of like galleon, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, it's a sailing ship. Happy to accept a sailing ship. Um. Do we? Would you consider a roller coaster of some description to be a um, actually? But part of the pattern is that there's always a year skipped. Is it for 2017? Yeah, there was no train. I'm pretty sure there was a train in 2017. There was the Winter Village station, and the Winter Holiday train was 2016, and it was the end of 2016. So the closest thing that they had in 2017 was a. Small Christmas village vignette kind of ride on train in the park kind of set mm. 40262 the Christmas mm-hmm. train ride and then a small micro scale train engine as a monthly bill and the My First Number Train in Duplo but otherwise it certainly goes back and 2008 I can't find a train either. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel
1: like 2008 is a bit of a
0: But then in uh, 2007 we had the um lots in one 9 volt hobby train set. So there were then that was sort of around the time of transition between
1: um Yeah, I know I know I definitely know it's not like perfect.
0: Look, it's pretty close it's pretty close to it you'd expect. So I'm I would wonder is it going to be a friend set?
1: Oh, that that would be fun. Ish. I think. I I wouldn't mind. Um, But I think looking at, you know, Lego has this... um, Lego's continuously looking at their archive and historical sets to see um, what they can bring back um, or reimagine in some new way, shape, or form. They've done that with the winter holiday train. And I think one of the things that I was hoping to see in 2021 was a a remake or a reissue of the emerald Night train uh emerald express
0: the emerald night yeah the emerald um, night sorry yeah the, the, the steam engine yeah yeah um maybe I... next year i'll
1: have to wait till uh till next year because i do i do miss trains i feel like i feel like trains I, I feel like looking at all parts of the lego fandom um and i did this piece where i was like oh what kind of lego fan are you and in hindsight i should have mentioned the long suffering train fan because i feel like i feel like lego doesn't give train fans you know i feel like they don't give them enough love
0: so i think this is an interesting question as a train fan but there are actually because there are in fact multiple different types of train fan are you the kind of per- kind of train fan that just likes to set up a complicated track and work out sort of a way of moving shunting carriage a onto siding b are you someone who just takes joy from watching a train run round and round are you a scale modeler of landscape are you a scale modeler of trains now if you're a scale modeler of landscape or trains lego are never going to (laughs) produce that set for you and so really What you hope for are the tools to enable you to produce that model. And I think most of those tools are already in existence. Um, I wonder if there is a need at this point in time. I think so. I think. Is is there a film with a train in? uh,
1: Not from memory. I think the last IP train that we had was Lone Ranger.
0: Lone Ranger and before, Toy Story. Yeah. yeah. Lone Ranger and before that, Toy Story. That's right. Yeah,
1: I'm not sure if you want to count the the the, the train from Solo.
0: That's kind of a train. Of, you could count that. Did it run on standard Lego track? I'm not sure. Neither am yeah, I. I, I. I feel like
1: but it's yeah. a I feel like it's a it's a, it's a dying part of oh, well dying part of the um yeah just lego's portfolio and i would love to see a renaissance of trains because i think i think lego are doing a lot of interesting things with like power up and um, you know some of the other motorized functions you may love or hate it but it feels like they're trying to do stuff there and I feel like nothing catches the eye more than, you know, like a moving train. Like, you know, the roller coaster is one of my favorite sets to just show off. Like you just turn it on and you you watch people's light, like eyes just like light up and you go,
0: wow. Um, I, I totally agree that when you go to a public expo, there is no doubt that the train layout will always... Train layouts will always capture an audience because of that level of animation in them yeah. and similarly as you say with the roller coaster and it's the same joy that you get with a great ball contraption too i i understand what you mean when you say that the trains uh, sort of neglected by lego there is always a train in the in the portfolio though and it really just comes around to the question of how frequently are they um updated and are they trains for kids to play with or are they trains for detailed modelers to get get their teeth into? Or is it something just totally crazy like the hidden side train, which we'll use the term train loosely there, but it certainly was a pretty crazy essay. And when I say crazy, I just mean a, an amazing set that just embraced the Lego values of transforming from a train to almost a dragon. Mm. I loved it. I um...
1: <laughs> Well, could be, yeah, could be... Could be both. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a massive train fan. I have a few LEGO trains, but I don't have any sort of layout. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to see, you know, I think LEGO have done a remarkable job with the creator expert 18 plus LEGO for adults um, team. And, you know, to a certain extent, the, the crocodile locomotive was, was, was a pretty nice um, concept or display model. And Mm. I'd I'd like to see them apply that um, to a train, you know, bring back the Emerald Knight. That's one of the sets that I've, you know, I missed out on and I do regret not picking up. And
0: I would argue that we've had that steam engine at a high price point recently with the Disney train and say that's been discontinued in Europe now. So perhaps it'll be discontinued in the US at the end of the year. I reckon we'll see a nice train sometime in the first half of next year.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and
0: but I, I, I don't, I don't expect one this year.
1: No, or we could be surprised. You never know. You just never know.
0: I never know when I'm going to be surprised. Otherwise, it's not a surprise.
1: I do like surprises, and uh, on that note, I think uh, that's a pretty good way to end the episode.
0: We've covered a bit today. We've spoken about the marvel minifigures we've spoken about the harry potter icons we've spoken about the super mario sets and we've speculated about the possibility of trains and um pirates or at least sailing ships for next year um we'd love to know what you think should there be a train set coming would you expect we'll see it before christmas do you expect we'll see it next year or do you just think that lego have given up on you as a train fan do we have any train fans that listen to the podcast? Please let us know. We'd love to know what you think. Have you got anything coming up that you'd like to be able that you're able to talk about, Jay?
1: Nothing I can talk about. We're going to end twenty twenty one strong. That's all I can say.
0: I ended twenty twenty exhausted. I started twenty twenty exhausted. I suspect it's going to be the same. <laughs> I'm
1: I'm I'm just looking forward to Advent calendar season. So.
0: JollyLego.com, just open up the whole advent calendar box and give the game away to you.
1: Oh, I've been complaining about that since day one, and I don't think they ever listen. But
0: what do I know? Uh, I think there's probably something about consumer law and being able to demonstrate what you're actually getting. Um, Which advent calendar are you most looking forward to this year, Jay? Uh,
1: Advent calendar is a big, um, probably the biggest um, part of, you know, the biggest longstanding tradition on the blog Uh, This year, I am definitely going to do Star Wars, uh, definitely going to do the new Marvel one. I am quite intrigued by the Friends one this year with the tiny um, kid versions of all the main characters, so Friends is a maybe for me. Um, Harry Potter is a bit of a, I'm not sure, but I think based on tradition, I will do Harry Potter. So... I'm. It, it. It looks like I'm going to be doing at least three advent calendars, um, and doing a daily countdown for three advent calendars in December. Maybe four. We'll see. Yeah. City looks good as well. So I don't know. Like, there's. It's gonna be. It's gonna to be tough. I'm gonna to want to do them all, but I will want to survive and enjoy
0: December. <laughs> it's August. Why are we talking about advent calendars? Because they come out in September. Why do they come out in September? I don't. You don't start opening them till November.
1: Uh, some people, some people just December? want to get into them. Some people just want to get into them early. I don't blame them.
0: Somewhere in the states, someone was already picking up their their Harry Potter advent calendars on the shelves today.
1: Oh wow, that's crazy.
0: That's crazy bonkers. Crazy bonkers. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, dear listeners. Um, if you've enjoyed the podcast today we'd love to hear from you if you've not enjoyed the podcast today we'd also love to hear from you you can reach out to us on our socials at extra pieces pod on instagram and twitter you can send us an email at extra pieces to extra pieces pod at gmail.com if you've enjoyed it please feel free to leave a five star um, review on apple or google podcasts tell your friends because we would love to have more people listening to the podcast and being able to share the joy of being lego fans in the 21st century until next time
1: these are the extra pieces
0: you have been listening to Extra Pieces, a collaboration between Jay's Brick Blog and The Rambling Brick. Your hosts are Jay Ong and Richard Jones, written and produced by Jay Ong and Richard Jones. Extra Pieces can be found through your favourite podcasting platforms. Please like and subscribe, and if you like what you hear, please give us a solid five-star review. which will make it easier for other people to find us and to share the joy.